Hey everyone, welcome in to episode two of the podcast. I am so excited because today I'm sharing with you four simple steps to help you eliminate burnout for good. And last episode, we did a deep dive, a deep dive on burnout, what causes it, and the one thing that you can start doing to overcome burnout. And just like on every episode, I gave you an action step that I wanted you to take in order to put the knowledge into practice. And that action step was to have you really lean in when you're feeling that stress response and lean in and listen to the internal dialogue that was happening as you were feeling that stress response. So if you're hearing this and you're like, wait, I don't know what she's talking about, then the chances are that you haven't listened to episode two yet. And so what I want you to do, if that is the case, is I want you to pause this episode and go back to episode two and listen to that before you continue listening to this episode. And the reason for that is because um, the action step in episode two is required for this action step. So today's action step will build on that episode and I don't want you to miss out. So go back to that one and then come right back. If you did listen to episode two and you played full out and you did the exercise that I gave you, then get excited because today what I'm going to be teaching you is the simple steps to start eliminating those belief patterns that no longer serve you. And how we're going to do that is by using neuroplasticity, which I know you guys are all familiar with. If you're not familiar, neuroplasticity is just the ability of the brain to change. And to our advantage, we can use it to start eliminating the belief patterns that we recognized from episode two. And so this is what I love about the neurocoaching framework that I use. It uses the science of neuroplasticity to eliminate patterns that are no longer serving you and it gives you the tools to rewire in new pathways that align more with the thriving life that you're trying to create. And the science that we use or that I use in this, um, in my coaching approach is no different from the principles in how you train patients to, uh, to change their motor patterns, right? We train our patients using principles of neuroplasticity and it's similar in the framework as it is to what we do as therapists. And just like in our profession, right, we first start by identifying the faulty movement pattern and that's exactly what we did in the last episode where we identified and we recognized the beliefs that we're keeping you hooked on the burnout cycle unconsciously, right? It was keeping you unconsciously deciding to perform behaviors such as saying yes when you really mean no, squeezing patients in that you don't have time or capacity for, or bending over backwards for your patients. And so now that we have identified what is behind the behaviors, what is driving those behaviors, you're now going to start eliminating it using four simple steps, okay? And we're going to outline these. So if you need to pause and grab a piece of paper, I highly encourage it because 
you're going to want to come back to this so that you can continue using this these four steps to eliminate anything else that comes up. And so here we go. Step one, right, is recognizing the belief, recognizing the faulty pattern. And that's what we did in last episode. This is why I had asked you to go back to episode two and then come back to this one uh, prior to learning these things. Okay, step two is record. And by record, what I mean is I want you to literally pull out a piece of paper and write down the internal dialogue word for word, no paraphrase, no paraphrasing. I want you to write down word for word what the thought or the belief that you heard was. And clients ask me this all the time. They ask, can I just type it out on my phone or do a voice text or whatever it is? And here's why I do not want you doing that. I don't want you doing that because there is a method behind the madness in the sense of writing activates uh, the motor pattern or the motor part of the brain more efficiently. And so it'll actually require more from the memory center. And so by writing, physically writing on a piece of paper, what it's doing for you is it is literally allowing you to tap into memory centers um, and show your brain what is in the subconscious. So it is like uh, pulling it out of the darkness, so to speak, and bringing it to the conscious mind so that you can actually see what is driving the behaviors. So while I know it's tempting because we have all of this awesome tech to want to uh, just type it on your phone or do a voice text, I don't want you doing that because of this very reason. And the third step is going to be refute. Now, refute can be fun in the sense of if you like to debate, this might be one of your favorite steps. So in refute, you're basically going to be taking what you wrote down on a piece of paper and putting your lawyer pants on, right? You're going to write out all of the reasons and the evidence that you can find of why this particular uh, thought or belief cannot be an absolute truth. So what do I mean by that? It means, for example, if, if the belief was the sky is red, you are literally going to show your brain all the reasons why the sky cannot be red. Um, and I know that's a little bit extreme there, but that's the basic premise of what you're going to be doing here. And why this part is important is because what you are doing here is you are starting the process of neuro pruning. You are neutralizing the thought and the belief so that you can now neutralize it, prune it out, and practice a new belief that is in an alignment with the thriving life you're trying to create. And if you have a hard time with this and you're like starting to notice your brain kind of throwing a little bit of a temper tantrum, where it's trying to convince you why this is the absolute truth and why this is nothing but the truth. And I will guarantee you that this will most likely happen for you, where you're trying to logically refute 
why this belief isn't an absolute truth. And your brain is going to give you all the reasons why you believe that. Okay? You'll notice it. And this is where it gets to start, uh, it sometimes starts feeling uncomfortable. And in these moments, if you're starting to draw blanks, like, I don't have evidence of why this isn't true, then one step further is what we call refute mirror. And what you're going to be doing here, and I can guarantee you this is the part where most people try to run away from because it is an uncomfortable feeling. And here I'm going to encourage you to lean in and really play full out. Okay, and it's this, you take that belief, if you're having a hard time finding evidence of why it's not true, you're going to take that belief and you're going to envision that you're saying that to someone that you deeply love and respect. Or you're going to envision that you hear someone telling that person that you love and respect those exact words. So for me, I use Sean, my husband, a lot. And it helps me hear what I want to believe and why I'm feeling cognitive dissonance in the first place, right? Why I'm feeling that resistance in the first place is because I want to believe one thing, but the pattern that I've learned is the complete opposite of it. And so by putting the belief on Sean, it allows me to take my own negativity bias out of it, right? We are our biggest critics and we're very hard on ourselves, especially as high achievers and go-getters. And so the reality is this part is one of the most powerful things that you can start doing to practice that muscle of neuropruning the belief that doesn't serve you anymore. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, if I hear someone talking crap or talking cruelly to uh, someone that I really love and respect, then I know I'm small, you know, tiny little 5'4 girl, but the fighter in me comes out and I'm like, oh, hell no. No one talks about my husband like that, right? And I'm sure the same goes for you where you will step up to defend the people that you love and respect. And that is why this tool is so important is it takes your own worst critic, which is yourself, out of it, okay? And so the last step is to just repeat, right? Just like in any new motor pattern that you learn, it requires consistent repetition before it becomes automatic. And so give yourself some grace as you do this. It's going to take repetition to take a pattern that has probably been practiced for years and years and years and to take that out of automation or autopilot and to put it in consciousness and change, right? Just like when you learn a new motor pattern, it requires a lot of conscious thinking at the beginning and then it eventually becomes automatic and it is no different with this. So this is going to be your action step. For today's episode, what I want you to do is to take a belief that you recognized or the internal dialogue that you recognized during a stress response and you are going to take it through these steps. 
okay? You are going to take it through the steps and repeat that and repeat that and repeat that. And this is why I want you to really commit to this. Because if you really want to eliminate what is keeping you stuck, then I need you to play full out. And if you try this and you're still feeling stuck or you have questions or you feel discouraged because, you know, if you're anything like me, the inner perfectionist is like, am I doing this right? Then I'd love to chat with you. Um, You know, I will put in the show notes for you to schedule a call with me so that you can ask me questions because I want to walk with you and support you the best way I know how. And... I really hope that these tools, that you find them helpful um, because I truly am doing all of this so that more women like yourself can overcome burnout and not just overcome it, but become thriving therapists. And if you did find it helpful, if you did have a big takeaway, a big aha, and you're playing full out and you just want to share some wins, Um, because you're excited at how the tools are working for you, then I'd love to chat with you. So I am very active on Instagram, so I will link that in the show notes as well so that you can tell me about it. And I am looking so forward to hearing from you guys, hearing how the tools are helping you, and I genuinely hope that you know that I'm rooting for your guys' thriving life and that I want you to know that you can oh, excuse me, that you can have it all. I want you to know that you can have it all. And until the next episode, take those action steps and I will see you guys on episode four. Bye for now.